This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. You and I are free. Hooray! And I get to celebrate our freedom, not only with you, but also with Professor Dion Fox. Good morning, Professor. No trip through to Stellenbosch for you today? Still in your slippers, hmm? <laughs> yes, I am in my slippers. How did you know? <laughs> I knew I, it. Did I, did I forget? Forget to switch the camera off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for taking the time out on your public holiday to connect with us. I know how much Freedom Day means to you, not only as a believer, but also as a South African. Brad, absolutely. And just to say to our listeners today, uh, a blessed Freedom Day to you. And, and um, you know, that verse that you just uh, cited from Galatians chapter 5 is is truly, isn't it just one of the most remarkable mm. things to think about that for those of us who know Christ, uh, freedom has a, a much richer and deeper meaning than just uh, political freedom. And, you know, that's no small feat it's in itself, but uh, there is a far greater freedom that comes to us in Christ. And, um, you know, I was thinking about it as, as as I was praying and preparing for for our talk this morning. Mm. And uh, it struck me that, you know, certainly in, in the, the scriptures and particularly in the New Testament, freedom always has two directions. Um, there's a kind of freedom that has to do with freedom from the things in the past. So freedom from those things that uh, have held us captive, from those things that uh, that leave us with wounds, uh, freedom from those things that that seek to enslave us. So, so all of those things from the past. Now, in our history in South Africa, of course, you know, we have this massive looming thing that remains with us, which mm. is the consequences of the evils of colonialism and apartheid. And, and these... You know, two enslaving, uh, dividing, uh, disempowering, hateful things have left us with some scars and wounds. And and as Christians, we need to say and pray, Lord, please, would you free us uh, from the past? But of course, freedom has another direction. And, and you know, that that verse that you read in, in Galatians uh, gives us that as well. Freedom is not only freedom from something, it's also freedom for something. And, and for me, that is is so absolutely beautiful. Now, I was reading this morning from uh, John chapter eight uh, and and verse thirty six in particular uh, struck me. It says, "So if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed." Now, if you think about it in terms of this sort of directional flow, that deals with both with the past and gives us the opportunity for a new future. And the context of this particular verse, Brad, that's something important to do. We always teach our students, don't just read the verse, uh, go and read the whole pericope or the whole uh, passage in which it's situated. This comes in the midst of Jesus being in a series of disputes. Jesus is being, he's being questioned. He's being, you know, harassed by by a, a group of religious leaders who are saying, you know, tell us about this. And why do you say that? And how can you make this claim? And he comes to this point of saying to them, you know, these are particularly teachers of the law. He's saying to them, you know, of course, you know, in Abraham, there is some freedom. The law gives you certain freedoms. But if you are uh, made free by the Son of Man, you will be free indeed. Now, Brad, I was I was just thinking about this myself. You know, um, I remember and, uh, you know, 29 years ago on this particular day, I was a young minister, uh, had been serving in, in a, a black township church uh, in an area called Khutsong and Kokosi in the northwest province. And we'd been through tremendous hardship and struggle. There'd mm. been political violence uh, in the area. 
uh, the, you know, I'd, I'd been detained by the police a number of times over those years and, and members of my congregation uh, in the same way. And here we were on this particular day, standing in line to for for most for all of the members in mm. fact of my congregation to to cast their vote for the very first time to be able to say we have a say in what this country of ours looks like and and i remember with with such joy the 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 you know even though people were waiting you know six seven hours yeah. to cast their vote uh, there was such incredible joy such wonderful optimism uh, in 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 those those faces and and in the voices of people as they were standing there to cast their vote for the first time. Now, in part, that was because we had been dreaming already for years. We'd been spending time in workshops and conversations. Uh, we'd been spending time praying together, imagining what freedom would look like. And here they were taking the first step. And you know, Brad, I just remember years and years of working with with communities. Um, saying to them, when when we come to power, when when our people come to lead, what kind of freedom would we want? We would want a non-racial, democratic, equitable, peaceable South Africa in which there is absolute freedom for all. And, and we dreamt about things like, for example, the Bill of Rights uh, that came to pass. Mm -hmm. we, we dreamt about the fact that we wouldn't be divided according to our race or economic class. Now, those wonderful things, many of them have come to pass, and we certainly are in a better place politically uh, than, than we were before 1994. But the one other thing that we dreamt about a great deal, and I think this is one of the things that we read in, in our passage today, is we also dreamt about the fact that with freedom comes responsibility. And, um, and I think this might be one of the things that as South Africans, we need to remind ourselves of again. You know, when Jesus sets us, he sets us free, not only from the past, but also for the future. And and to walk into that destiny, to claim ourselves, we need a certain sense of responsibility. And, and I think part of what we need to recognize today is that, unfortunately, in some ways, we've walked once again into bondage. Uh, we still struggle with recognizing each other as human beings, with loving each other as God loves us. We still struggle to be generous with our resources, to, to hand over power, uh, to take up power. We struggle with nepotism, corruption, all of these kinds of things. And I want to say to our listeners today, on this Freedom Day, let's ask God to give us not only freedom from the past, but freedom for the future. Freedom for our children's future and for their children's future, because I can tell you, God hasn't given up on South Africa. And he's, he's entrusting that dream, Brad, to you and to me and to all of our listeners. You, know, you used the word responsibility earlier on. I don't even think we realize what a huge responsibility this is. I mean, we are the hands and feet. We spoke early on in this week. We're not only the hands and feet of Jesus. We're the, we're the head, we're the heart, we're the mouthpiece. I mean, we have a massive responsibility here. Um, and I also think that we need to change our outlook on our own country because we, if we're going to be part of the change that we want to see and we want to embrace the responsibility that we have, we also need to change the way we look at South Africa and then the way we speak about our own country. Brad, you're absolutely right, you know, and, uh, you know, the, 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 the sort of sense that I hear from people, a sense of, of, of pessimism, that people are just collapsing into hopelessness. Mm. Those are not, uh, you know, I don't think Jesus looks at South Africa in that way. He looks at it and says, wow, look at these beautiful people. Look how beautifully diverse they are. Look how wonderfully 
rich I've created them. Look at the beautiful places that I've given them. Look at the opportunities that I've given them. Sure, there, there are some problems here and there, and there are some people who, who are not living as I want them to live. And sure, there are some, some rulers who are taking power in the way in which they shouldn't do. But the people have the right uh, to bring about that change. And, and we must never forget that, Brad. You know, mm. exactly as you said, God has placed us, you and me, the ordinary citizens of this country, in our workplaces, in our homes, in our communities, in our churches, in our schools, and we can be the difference we want to see. Um, as ek gauw, jy kan inkom, goeiemorgen, uh, Prof. Dion, ja, jylle laat my denk aan een waardevolle gesprek gister met iemand, waar ons ook gepraat het, want ons deelte nou weer, jy weet, oor financiële kommer en, en ons eie persoonlijke hoedanighede, maar ook, die beskryf nou iemand wat oorsee is, Zuid-Afrikaners, en hoeveel geld hulle per maand maak, en jy weet hoe, hoe gemakkelijk hulle net kan leven, en toe kom ons eindelijk tot die slot, want ons, wat naar die gesprek gehad het, weet, ek wil in Zuid-Afrika wees, ek wil nie op een ander plek wees, nie, en dat ek weer besef het vir my, vrijheid is ook nie gemak nie, so freedom is not being comfortable, um, en ek denk ons denkt dit baie keer, en ons koppel het ook baie keer aan aardse vrijheid, so goed soos finansies, jy weet, of vrijheid van wat ook al, yeah, yeah, precies. I, 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 you know, I was speaking to a friend just recently who's moving mm-hmm. back from Australia, uh, back to South Africa. And he was saying, you know, one of the challenges there was that, you know, there was not that much to live for. You know, you, I mean, if you wanted to make a difference, <laughs> what exactly could you do, you know? And yeah. how wonderful, particularly for us as Christians. I mean, our desire should not be to say, Lord, would you give me a life of boredom and comfort mm. and nothing <laughs> to do? Our, our life should be to say, Lord, place me in the place where I can do absolutely everything you would do to see that there is greater blessing, greater peace, greater sufficiency for mm. everyone and, and, and give me that task to do. I mean, when I get to the end of my life and I stand before Christ, I want him to be able to say, goodness, Dion, you know, I gave you a lot to do and, and you did something with it. I don't want him to say, hey, man, you know, I let you sit on the beach and you sat really well. Off op bank. We also sit well on the couch. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So let's rise up this Freedom Day, you know. I'm, 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 I'm feeling like I, you know, even though I'm, I'm, you know, 30 years older now, I'm feeling like I was when I was in my 20s, you know, a young activist uh, protesting. You know, remember we spoke about that word, protestari, offering a testimony to the goodness of God. Uh, that is still with us. Mm. We love that. That's the voice of Professor Dion Foster. He can now go and have some pancakes with his family, head of the Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, also the director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. Thanks, Dion. Thanks, friends. Blessings for the day. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.